got love for you, man. Okay. What are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabbie Presents, the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Cabbie Presents podcast. It's a new year. Same me. I'm your host, Cabbie Richards. Thank you for the clip or the subscription from wherever you get your podcast, whether on TSN, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or even follow the link from the gram. I appreciate it. A couple of things. We've got a few dope interviews coming up this month on the TV side with Cabby Presents, a conversation with William Nylander from the Toronto Maple Leafs, Dana White, UFC president, Danny Green from the Toronto Raptors, and Brad Marchand from the Boston Bruins. So hopefully you find them and you enjoy them. Before we get to this legend who's about to step into the studio, a quick story about my first ever man crush, Eddie George, who was the Tennessee Titans running back for eight seasons in the late to mid 90s to the mid-2000s. Before the Kobe Bryant crush, it was Eddie George who made me become a fan of the Ohio State. In high school, my coach told me to watch his football games as I was also a running back, but I did not have 4 or 5 speed. I did not have the chiseled body from made from marble, and I definitely didn't I definitely wasn't 6 foot 3. I was like 5'11 and 3 quarters. His blood rival in the AFC Central was the Baltimore Ravens, and the face of that franchise was Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis broke my spirit in the 2000 playoffs when he ripped the ball away from Eddie George in a playoff game in Tennessee and returned it for a pick six, a touchdown. The Ravens went on to win that game and then the Super Bowl, and I was devastated. It was one of those losses where I was watching TV in the dark, and it was just the blue light from the TV that was illuminating the room just so I can hide my pain and my tears. My hero, Eddie George, was vanquished by his villain, Ray Lewis. And I just recounted that story to Ray Lewis and spoke at a speed and heightened emotion, which can only be described with the question, are you on medication? Because that's the way he looked at me. And with good reason. And I still have scars. But the villain eventually won me over because his intensity, his volume, his energy that he brought to football on Sundays was unparalleled in his time. And he brings that passion, that spirituality, and that emotion into the studio right now. Up in the studio. And I remember this other time where uh, I used to always get on punishment and told not to use the phone. You know, I'm honest. I, I'm, I'm literally giving people a picture of what I went through at all aspects mm-hmm. of my life. Honestly, almost anything goes. It's amazing to, you know, to step into the ring with someone like, like him. Who are you and uh, where do you come from? May I The two times I met this Hall of Famer and legend were in New York City. The first time was at a Madden launch event, and he's one of the few athletes to escape the Madden curse. He introduced me to the concept of playing video games for push-ups. The last time I met him, he was working with a firm to build affordable housing and underserved neighborhoods. He is equal parts 
one of the greatest football players and motivators in the history of planet Earth, two-time Super Bowl champion. It's a pleasure to have you on the Cabby Presents podcast. Ray Lewis, great to see you, sir. Cabby, good to see you again, man. You have, you have that Adrian Peterson, or maybe Adrian Peterson has your grip strength <laughs> that, my dude, like I, I, now I have arthritis in my right hand from shaking your hand. Uh, you're here to launch a program, yeah. which is right in your wheelhouse, the Ray Lewis No Excuses Lifestyle Boot Camp, which is designed by you to teach people all around the world how health and wellness is connected through six main pillars. I'm adding three, mind, body, spirit, blood, sweat, and tears. Mm. Um, you have multiple sides of your personality. You're a human. Mm-hmm. When people attend the boot camp, do they get fiery coach Ray Lewis or do they get like Sade album spiritual advisor Ray Sade Lewis? Sade album? Right? Because <laughs> that was like, she's the smoothest ever. <laughs> and I bet, I feel like you have those very parts of your I personality. Do. I do, but I think, I think the personality that they get is kind of, you know, like my kids, right? So I'm a father to them, but when I train with them, I'm a partner to them, right? And so the people that's coming to the camp, like, I, I train with them. Like, I, I want them to feel what it feels like when you're ready to give up and then look at me when you can't give up. Like, there's no other option. Like, like that's why the camp is called No Excuses, right? We're not here to create another New Year's resolution, right? And say, oh, I'm changing this this year. No, absolutely not. I'll tell you what you can do. You can come with your, with your mindset to actually change your lifestyle, right? Because once you change your lifestyle, so... One of the things about me and my trainer that was so unique, right? That when when we, you were playing or this program? Both. Okay. Both, right? Because leading up to it, right? And so that's that's one of the, the real gems in this, right? Is that what, what, what I'm now sharing is what I've lived my entire career since 2000, 2001, right? And so now you're talking about introducing a lifestyle to someone in a camp setting that says, now you have to go continue this. I'm not the one that's going to continue it for you. I'm going to give you the blueprint. Right. But unlike a lot of these programs that you try them for two or three weeks, man, unless your back's messed up and all mm. these things. Right. So we create I create a lifestyle camp that actually you can do it for the rest of your life. And that's why I think the, the, the real gold of it is just yeah. listening to you right now. Right. If you said, Cabby, I want you to run through that wall. Yeah. I will run through the wall. I believe with you my will. Mouth open. I really believe you would. Right. Just, <laughs> just looking at you in the eyes, bro. Just like. Like, I feel like I could do anything, <laughs> So, uh, which is awesome. Okay, I mentioned uh, push-ups off the top. In The first time we met, you said, uh, when you obviously when you're on the cover of the Madden game, everybody wanted to test you. Yeah. And then when you would beat your teammates or whatever, you made them do push-ups. Absolutely. I don't know if it was 10 push-ups or 25 push-ups, and they had to give them to you whenever you wanted. It's called on-demand. <laughs> on-demand, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, at this boot camp, how many push-ups are people... Like expected or will Do you they... really want me to give away my secret sauce? Absolutely not. Well, look, it's not just in the push-ups. I know it's it's, it's in a the lot of push-ups. Let's just say it's a lot of push-ups. Do you make them do burpees too, Ray? Wow, you know about burpees too. Burpees are the whoever created burpees <laughs> is one of the worst human beings alive, like ever in history. Why though? Burpees Why? are awful. The, they're they're awful, they're awful if you're not used to them. Yeah, but how, can you actually, can you get used to waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning? That sucks. Can you get used to yeah, you cold use. water showers? That also sucks. Burpees, also <laughs> on the list of I, what get, sucks in life. You can get used to all of those things, which is why the camp is relevant, right? Because if you, ne- if so the, the greatest thing about, if you if you put greatness on one side and good on the other, the one beauty of greatness is the consistency right. of what you fell in love with. And that's what... Whether it's burpees, whether it's oh, training, God. whatever, what it is, yeah. it's falling in love with it because you become so consistent. It, it doesn't become a burden. It becomes who you are. 
And once you and once you create that, when you when you train with someone or someone that tries to train with you, you sit there in your in your, in your spear and you're like, really? <laughs> he, he well, won't, maybe he you won't do make that because you're a you're a legend. You're one of the greatest to ever play your sport. So that would be intimidating for some fat bastard like me with a dad bob with no kids who shouldn't really have a dad bob, but I have one anyway to come to your boot camp. Not and, really. We mean not really because the camp is built. To, for me to meet you exactly where you are. Oh, okay. I'm not asking you to do live my life. I'm asking you to create your own lifestyle. Okay. Right? And that's why we're, that's why we're talking about lifestyle boot camps, but we're talking about no excuses. Why? Because you just gave me every excuse. Yeah. Oh, I'm the dad at home. I'm the no, kid. No, I'm not a dad, right? but I have a dad No, mom. but I'm saying right. <laughs> I, which is unfortunate. <laughs> so you're that, you're that guy at home that's like, no, nah, I can't. Like, I can't do his workouts. You're not trying to do my workouts. Right. You're trying to do your workouts. That's why the camp when you you need to come tonight and, <laughs> really and you do. know what? And I'm putting you on the spot. You need to come. And I'm, you going need to, to, well, I'm going to a Raptors game. A freaking Raptors game. They got their money. They making their checks. I'm trying to get you <laughs> taken care of. So you need well, to I physically need, listen, get I need yourself. to fly to wherever you live and then I'll do I need to do one of those. Hey, right. You mentioned earlier falling in love. Um, yeah. When you uh, I, I believe you said um, uh, I get paid for the six days. Of practice, and I'll give you Sundays for free. Some variation of Always, that. Always, yeah. And then what we, your passion was electric. And I'm not sure if you're the reason that you caused the 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 power outage in Super Bowl 47 in New Orleans because of a halftime speech. But we'll get to that in just a second. But look, <laughs> when you entered the building, entered yeah. the stadium, you yeah. had that signature entrance. Mm-hmm. Will people learn this entrance at your boot camps, or will you tell them the origin? Because I'm not sure that I know the origin. You of don't know spe- the origin of that specific entrance like how you develop those particular moves and then what part of the universe you channeled that bolt of electricity to then charge 10,000 homes around uh, yeah you know what I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a short version of it right like when I first started it it was it was pure fun right I was a a former military vet guy and he just he just loved I love him he loved me and and we just he had this bond we had this crazy bond and every time I came home to my hometown, Lakeland, he was always doing something for me. A dance, a new song, oh, really? or whatever, right? And then there was this song back uh, early 90s um, called uh, Let Me See You Squirrel, right? And so there was a crazy dances you can do with it. So you can make it your own thing, put your own style to it. And I came home one time, long story short, and he was like, I got a dance for you. And so he did this dance, and I'm like, wow. And I said, look, guess what? I said, I'm going to do your dance on TV one day. Oh, sick. Yeah, okay. and, he, and he was like, uh, no, you're not. I was like, yes, I am. So Marvin Lewis was our defensive coordinator at the time, I think 98, 99. I went to Marvin. I was like, Marv, they're going to introduce defense today. I was like, so I'm going to do something a little special when we come out. Right? I came out the tunnel last, and I did the dance. And before Twitter was even out, Twitter was broke. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it like everybody was like chiming in, like, he has to dance every week. He has to dance every week. And then after that, it became um, it became kind of a a kind of a spiritual thing, right? Because I was, you know, kind of convicted that I didn't, I never wanted it to be a selfish thing, right? It was for my city, it was for my team, and it was for you know that last battle cry. Like this is why we're here, and we're here to fight. I don't care about scoreboards. We're here to fight for each other. And uh, so, man, I'm sitting in the house one night, and as I'm praying, and as I'm going through it, and and then I started to realize when I was going to the left the left started to be going to the left for the father. And when I came back to the right, it was for the son. And then when I came back into the middle, it was for the father, son, and the Holy Spirit all in one. So when I started to actually get more deeper into it, 
I actually started to to release right all fears that I had when I before I went into battle. You're a real life superhero. Yeah, <laughs> like dude, it's like there's there's uh, Thanos. There's this uh, popular moniker, and and you certainly helped to amplify it because you were the defensive power, uh, the force of two Super Bowl uh, champion teams. In this day and age, this uh. offensive era of NFL football, can defenses win championships anymore? They still win them. When? When did they stop winning them? Uh, well, last year wasn't like Philly. Uh, was it like forty something? So let's to- take so let's take the first round of the wild card playoffs, right? Let's be very let's be very careful with words, right? <laughs> because the first well, one, round, okay, yeah, okay. Right? I know you're going. You're going to do the uh, Pacey, the the kicker from the Bears, the well, defensive not, guy on his hand on no, the no, absolutely the not. Football? I'm just telling you, we had we had one of the lowest score in playoff wild card games, wild card weekends since 2009. Yeah, so why everybody keeps screaming offense, offense, offense? The games Whoa. are won by defense. I mean, Drew Brees is completing passes like an eighty percent. Dan Marino was doing that too. Was he? Joe Montana was doing that too. Not at like eight, not at eighty percent. What was the difference? Also, but here's the difference, Ray. Could you even do your job? Like if you were fresh out of my, the you now entering the that's the, different. That's a you different. You can't even qu- t- You can't even a, blow on a quarterback, that's a my dude. Question. It's a totally different question. So we are in this offensive era is what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's way harder for defenses to win. It, it is, but I'm going to leave this with you. Okay. The best defense in the playoffs. Is it a good offense? The best defense in the playoffs ends up in the Super Bowl. Let's, let's, let's me and you bet 500 push-ups on that. 500, Ray? Absolutely. And I'm going to want them on demand while you're doing your show. Every break, I'm going to need 50. In a row? Absolutely. See, look, now, you, now your blood pressure done went up. See? <laughs> now I'm just like, ooh, my body's like, dad body's like, starting coughing. I'm like, I'm getting a rash in my neck. Uh, I would like to say, oh, my goodness, 500. See? I don't remember, I've ever even done 500. You don't even know what you're betting, though. See, because you don't pay attention to it like that. You guys, the, the, the avid fan takes the game yeah. and they say, they score a touchdown. Wow, great offensive game. Really? Nobody breaks down the game. Nobody breaks down defense. You go, you go through any reporter, go through anybody who's talking about football. Who breaks down defense? Nobody. Why? Because it takes a special person to break <laughs> down defense, right? You guys talk about Tom Brady's, the Peyton Manning's, all of these guys. I spent my life figuring those guys out, right? And so when you start to figure those guys out, you know what you figure out? Wow, really? It's not really about offense. It's actually about defense. And that's why... I, I, I love, interesting enough, right, transitioning to my camp, right? It's created from that type of mentality. Offenses, right, are usually given things. Defenses, we have to take it. Right. That's a totally different thought process. That's true. You see? So when you talk about the way I, cre- where I created my camps, instead of me saying, I'm going to give you the tools of life, I'm going to introduce you to the tools of life. And now you have to use them. Right. And so that's why for my whole life, I've always had this mentality of how do you defend? Because if I can defend my spirit, then I'm courageous enough to chase what destiny really looks like. And that's what mind, body and spirit relates to. Like that's one that's one of the key elements that we as human beings, we miss. And that's why sports is such a huge dynamic when you ask what molds a man? What molds a man is you have to be disciplined enough to have the consistency enough to love something so much 
that you'll give everything up for one moment. Listen to that. I didn't say for a game. For a moment. Because to prepare for one moment, you may spend weeks for one moment. Right? So when you think about one play that you ever saw me make, you say, man, how did he make that play? That play took weeks of me studying it. Right. It took, it took days of me figuring out why did they do this and why did he line up like that and why did it look like that? So when you walk into a boot camp, the first time that you take the first step, don't look back at that last step because we ain't counting that one. The only one we count is the one that you put in front of the next one. And that's why I think the defensive side always survives in everything that I do. Yeah. I would love to submit this podcast into my education at Ryerson University because I feel like I just got uh, – <laughs> P, a lesson from a P, like a doctorate in life from uh, Dr. Ray Lewis. That was tremendous. I, I f- just feel my spirit growing. Um, I know you got to go. So yeah. where can people find the boot camp? And if, and if it's available in different cities as you, you travel, whatever, yeah. where, yeah. Can, where can people find that information? They, they want to attend the boot camp and then make the positive life choice to go get uh, some knowledge from uh, – Dr. Ray Lewis. <laughs> Look, it's easy, right? Because we're in a social media-driven world, right? So on all of my handles, right, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Twitter, Is all it of Just Ray Lewis or Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis 52? Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Yeah, absolutely. Twitter, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Absolutely. And so I, I think, listen, I think this is my thing to people. Like, don't come because you want to see me, right? Come because you want to change something about yourself. And stop letting people dictate who you will be, and what you want to accomplish. Because tonight, somebody's life will change in this boot camp tonight. Amazing. Right? Because somebody that's coming tonight, they're going through something. Right? And one of the craziest things about men, men won't share their deepest pains. But they'll train with you. And the moment that you get them to that threshold of pain that they think they can't push through it, and you actually give them the ability to push through it, you then gain somebody whose life has changed immediately, instantly, while you, while you watch it. So it's interesting, like people say, why do you do these camps? Because me and my trainer started these camps so many years ago, because when you see people's lives, when you see a light, dim, gone, father at home, overweight, giving up in life, nobody likes me, I'm not attractive, really? I tell you what you can do. You can do what you want to do whenever you get ready to do it. And so if you're joining me tonight or you're joining me wherever I am next camps, you're only joining me. My number one question I'm asking everybody at camp tonight, everybody will repeat this. You're here. Why? Because you choose to be here. That's why we're, that's why we're, I don't need no excuses from nobody. I need us to come to work tonight. Yeah. Thank you for that, Ray. Uh, okay, 500 push-ups. I'm in. For what? Okay, you don't even know what you're betting. No, we bet. The you best don't even de- know what you're betting. The best defense will win the Super Bowl. You don't even know what you're betting. That's I, what you said. Well, okay, so how do you how do you justify that? Oh, you you right. just gonna listen to me? <laughs> That'd be a good. Uh, no, the be- okay, wait. The best. Okay, I get. I suppose statistically, the best defense in the play, or in the regular season of the playoffs. Wait, I feel like you're trying to back out of this thing. I don't have to back out. The game's gonna take care of themselves. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll try to find you at some point. And if I win the bet by some metric that the best defense did not win the Super Bowl, then I will. But I want these 500 ask, push-ups recorded. No, yeah. Yeah, I want and somebody. I, yeah, because we're in a social media world, so I want somebody to selfie you while you're doing them. Someone will, and, so, and I want military-style push-ups. I want chest down, full extension up. Don't give me these little, 
These little no, short listen, things. You don't have control over what the push ups are going to do, okay, Ray? Like, really? You have control over a lot of things. You ain't like done that. them in a while. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Ladies and gentlemen, Ray Lewis. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Thank you for listening to Ray Lewis. This was Cabbie Presents, the podcast.